I'm Sarah Gross. And I'm Sarah True. And you're listening to If We Were Riding. A triathlon-ish podcast. Grab your sock hats, fill your decanter. Friday's here. It's time for some banter. Tri-tips, life chat from two feisty pros, zoomies, arm hair, ebbs, and flows. Rides with influential women in sport. Voicemails from you, now it's in your court. Join in just to stalk raccoons. Do you like your Zwift caps and fear those loons? So unpad your bras and stop that hiding and find out what happens if we were riding. Hey, feisty folks. Jamila here, the Feisty Team Community Innovator. In June of 2020, we launched the Feisty Team to help you all stay feisty no matter what the year threw your way. Over the last six months, we've come together as a team to try and make the world a feistier place and connect with other like-minded friends in triathlon and endurance sports. We meet every month and bring in experts that can help us on the path to building feistiness in ourselves and others and create meaningful change in our sport and community. The monthly subscription is only $22 and you'll get monthly feisty huddles and webinars with expert guests, Big sponsor discounts, swag, and monthly prizes. Challenges to stay motivated. A community of feisty, like-minded friends. Plus, we are adding new initiatives all the time, like our new book club and virtual workouts. Go to feistyteam.com to join us and become a part of the feistiest team in endurance sports so we can crush 2021 together. That is feistyteam.com. Hey, Sarah. Uh, Sarah? Oh, shoot! I totally forgot. I'm solo this week. So, sorry if you're writing podcast listeners. It's just you and me. But we might have a little voicemail from Sarah. In the meantime, this is my current feel. Okay, just admit it. That is going to be stuck in your head. So I don't have an exciting animal story or anything really to kick off the podcast today other than I'm all by myself. It's just it's just Sarah True while Sarah Gross is off having wild adventures gallivanting around the Southwest with Catherine. We're going to check in with her today and, you know, maybe riff on some other topics uh, just me by myself so sad cue the music every day there seems to be a new wellness trend like eat this do this avoid those scary things and how do we know where to start and who to trust inside tracker cuts through the noise by analyzing your blood dna lifestyle and fitness trackers This provides you with a personalized, science-based, trackable action plan on how to live, age, and perform better. InsideTracker is simpler, cheaper, and more convenient than traditional blood tests, and includes tests that we need as athletes but aren't traditionally included, like ferritin and vitamin D. My favorite part is that they don't just give you the data, they provide you with nutrition and lifestyle tips to take action. 
So for a limited time, Inside Tracker is offering our If We Were Riding listeners 25% off their entire store. So just go to insidetracker.com forward slash riding. That's insidetracker.com forward slash riding as in if we were. Change is an inside job. Start inside. All right. So on today's podcast, we are going to check in with a voicemail from Sarah and Catherine. We're going to talk about introversion and a little piece of exciting news. Okay, it was exciting to me. It might not be that exciting to everybody else, but I'm excited. So I get to share it because this is my podcast today. Darn it. I can do whatever I want. All right, so let's check in with Sarah and Catherine, who are in Arizona, and sent me this very long, admittedly, (laughs) very long voicemail, but it's terrific. It's basically going to be the meats of our show today. So here we go. Hi, Sarah. It's Sarah here. I'm sending you a voice memo because I am in Flagstaff. Flag stuff. We're not redoing. We're not redoing. I am in Flagstaff. That's how you pronounce it, I believe. Arizona. And I I messaged you earlier today and said I can't make like I just yeah. I wasn't able to record the podcast this week, regrettably, because I miss you. Um, But I did want to send you a voice memo and a little update. Um, And I'm here with Catherine, who is our, one of our brand direct, one of our brand directors. Like we have so many. Don't I run like almost all the brands? (laughs) We are here with Catherine Taylor, who is our brand director. Um, And she runs like the Feisty Menopause brand. For anyone who came to the Women's Performance Summit, that was Catherine's work. Um, She's amazing. And I'm so happy to be working with her. And I'm also happy to be sitting beside her in a tiny house in Arizona. Um, Hi, Catherine. Hi. Hi, Sarah and Sarah. (laughs) Yay. Um, Okay. So, Sarah, I... Was, I intended to send you a two-minute update, but we're just going to talk a little bit here, and then I'd love to hear your thoughts. And this is a little bit of a different uh, episode for those who are listening, so here we go. Um, so, Catherine, we're in Arizona. Why are we here? We came to the Compete Diversity in Sports Conference, and it was, I think, the first live event that they held in Arizona, like the first conference. At least in Phoenix. Maybe in Arizona, because Te- Phoenix. Tempe. We were in Tempe. Yeah. Tempe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, okay, what is the, what was the, now I'm putting you, now I'm making you describe it. What is the Compete Sports Diversity Conference? So, it initially started with the LGBTQ plus community, and they um, just work with tourism boards and help, uh, like, gay sports leagues connect with tourism boards and influencers to bring events into communities and now we are helping them well I say we you are helping them launch a women's initiative and I just showed up and like talked to people (laughs) Catherine does great at networking so that's why we love her amongst other reasons um yeah so I think essentially like this conference it, it was like it was Sarah it was so amazing like um I've never seen so many people well maybe at Outspoken as well like similar vibe so many people who care about sport and the future of sport and like the folks who were there came from like like Catherine said like tourism boards or from sports organizations or even sponsors who like care about the LGBTQ community and want folks to feel more included in sport um so that was like the vibe um it's the people who actually care uh there were like you know executive directors of federations and people like heavily involved in like the 
CFO of the Arizona Cardinals. Am I saying that right? Yeah, he was. Is it football? Yes, it's football. It's football. It took me a little while to figure out it's football. But the CFO of the Arizona Cardinals was like, no, like a couple meters from me as I was doing like jello shots at a club. <laughs> so like, where else do you get to do that? <laughs> I was in bed at that time. <laughs> it was a better choice. It was a better choice. East Coast time, man. Yeah. Also like so strange to be out in the world again and like in – Arizona, like you're, if you're fully vaccinated, you're able to move about more or less freely, hey? Yes, it was also like we were right on the college strip and it was college graduation. So it, it was a very happening area. Mm-hmm. So, okay, now that I've admitted about the jello shots, <laughs> I did not That's mean not to. All you had. <laughs> I know, I just saw the pictures, but there, okay. there were Jaeger shots and. Lisa said a Moscow mule, mule when she left. Oh, <laughs> she, she took that in. Yeah, that was a strong drink. Um, okay, moving along. Um, Sarah, I'm sure that you're <laughs> you're like, when is this going to be over? It's the worst voicemail s- ever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like like people who call into the show and we only want their voicemails to be like, you know, like one to three minutes. And then like I send the longest voicemails ever. That's how this is going to go. But to be fair, it's Catherine's fault. You still have, like, six things on the list. (laughs) Okay, okay. Okay, I wanted to say what Sarah... Okay, I am looking forward to having a fuller conversation about the conference, but a couple of really cool things happened, so we wanted to tell you about them. So we're going to have three cool things that happened at the Compete Sports Diversity Conference. Number one, go. We learned about a new sport and met the most rad women from that sport. It's called Spikeball. Sarah, you need to comment. Have you heard about this sport called Spikeball? I had never heard of it, but it it's like it has five hundred thousand followers on Instagram, mm-hmm. and it's really it's all over the world. People are playing it, and I, it was just really fun. I didn't get to play because I was selling my house at the moment, but you got to play. Okay, playing spike ball was one of my, okay. It's the the sport is not called spike ball. The sport is called round net. Round net, and right. the brand is spike ball. It's like TRX, right? So it's like it's a brand like TRX or something. Yeah, or like Iron Man. So. Spike ball. So sorry, round, round net. net. So the, the the purpose of spike ball is like they sell the equipment basically, and they're trying to get round net as the game into the Olympics. Um. Anyway, I played for the first time on Sunday afternoon, and it was it's like something you could play on the beach with like friends. It was it was very very fun. So Sarah, next time I see you, we're playing spike ball for sure. Also, there's a th- she still has a child inside of her. <laughs> well, I'm probably not gonna probably not gonna see her before she has the baby we could put the baby to the side in the sand and i will and i will teach you how to play spike ball and they're sending me like a whole all the equipment so she's not going to canada look i i'm thinking hopefully here (laughs) sarah i will come to you for the spike ball (laughs) you're carrying your spike ball net through the airport (laughs) i've maybe made some big promises about bringing spike ball nets to places (laughs) anyway i will we're going to no actually at our women's performance summit we're hoping to bring them in to do like a a spike ball tournament because women in endurance sports need to move more than forward and backwards they need to move laterally so this would be really fun yeah when i i trained for a while within national cycling team and we did like on every friday night the, the head coach had us do this like these like random like lateral movement things in the gym that were like at the end we'd end up playing like a giant game of like dodgeball or I don't know, some ball game that I 
strongly disliked at the time, but I love spike ball. So you're right, Catherine. Good for training. Okay. Who's going to do the second thing? Um, the second thing that I, okay. The second thing I loved about the conference, I kind of already said this, but I loved, um, like the people there who were so like big hearted and really wanted, um, like who really plugged into the DEI conversation around sport and, um, were like really the change makers in their organizations. So that's my heartfelt thing. Do we have a third one? Uh, the barb, the barb, what's the barb? So they had a drag show brunch on Sunday and award ceremony and they had the Barbara, I guess she was the Barbara, not the barb. She's, I think she's the Barbara on Instagram. Anyway, she came and did the brunch, but it started really awkwardly because they did the sound system wrong. And then every, well, many people in the room were quite hungover from going out to celebrate the night before and maybe have jello shots and Jaeger shots. Maybe. <laughs> and so it was just kind of this like awkward, people weren't clapping to rhythm. The sound didn't work. But then she had a bit. It was hilarious and everybody got really into it. So the barb was pretty, it was pretty fun. It's kind of, I think it was, there was a very celebratory atmosphere to it. Not just the, that, but the whole weekend, like people were excited to be together and celebrate again. So. Yep. That was the vibe. It was awesome. Um, okay. And now before we go, Catherine, um, let's do I rock because, um, because it's our tradition. So give me your, what, tell me why you rock. Well, it's hard to choose because I just did just sell my house for a lot of money while I was here. But oh yeah, friends. Catherine sold her house and she's and she's moving across the country. Well, at least it's under contract, at least. But I'm going to go with I rock because I'm an introvert and this was the first thing I've been around with strangers where I was around them and like talking to them for days. And I, I think I like I rocked the conversations. Mm-hmm. Catherine rocked the networking. She did. That's I agree with that one. Why do you rock? Um, I rock because I'm here with you. you got a sh- because you got a chauffeur out of this trip. <laughs> At the airport, I put Catherine on the as the driver on the rental car. So now she has to drive me around. Um, that's not why I rock. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, no, I lost my I rock because I always forget. Well, you did launch a women's sports network over the week. Is that? So, so, Sarah, this is what I want to tell you about next week. So... Um, yeah, sure. We can do that one as I rock because thank you. <laughs> I rock because we successfully launched a new, uh, women's women in sport leadership initiative, um, where essentially, and I've been working hard on like trying to be really succinct about what this is, what this initiative is going to do, but we're going to bring together, um, tourism boards and cities who are interested in hosting events, uh, that are women led or that are women's sports with sponsors who are interested in promoting, uh, women's sports with the like race directors, um, events, rights holders, uh, tournament directors who create women's, who actually create the, the events. Um, and we're going to bring them together, um, in one big summit, um, and we're going to allow them to network together and let the magic happen. So that's how we're going to grow women's sports. This is the new plan. Um, and I'm excited about it. So anyway, thanks, Catherine. Thanks for this conversation. And Sarah, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. And I just want to say I propose that we should rename the podcast this week if I were dropped because <laughs> we're not riding together. One of us got dropped. Either Sarah and I got dropped or you got dropped. Probably us because you have an e-bike. 
I think, okay, first of all, the only way I'm keeping up with Sarah True is if I'm, is if she's pregnant, which. But she's on her e-bike. Pregnant. Well, if, if we have, has we to be. We need e-bikes. And yeah. Sarah needs to be on a regular bike. Yeah. <laughs> Even pregnant. <laughs> I think, yeah, the fact that I've done one bike ride in the last year might mean I'm not. It depends how long the bike ride is. Whether I get dropped or not. We could all play spike ball together instead. Okay. If we were spike balling, <laughs> I would be, I would. <laughs> wow. Okay, Sarah, over to you. Um, thank you for listening to all this to everyone. And I will see you next week. Oh, Sarah Catherine. That was an amazing. I feel like I'm there with you. You know, okay, maybe I don't feel as though I'm at the bar downing jello shots and Jaeger bombs and whatever else uh, constitutes as networking in Arizona, but it sounds like you're having a great time. It's really quite a productive time. I love the fact that Catherine just inserted in the middle of there that she sold her house. So congratulations for that. Thankfully, she did address it towards the end, but it was a bit of a cliffhanger in the middle there. I didn't know exactly what was going to go on. Let's see. The three things that they were really pumped about. One, round net, spike ball, whatever the heck that is. I have no idea what it is. Never heard of it. I'm not opposed to trying it. Sounds like it might be fun. Uh, Hopefully I'll get to try it out because it sounds like Sarah's pretty pumped about it right now. Let's see. the, The people, that sounds amazing. So... You, I can't imagine what Catherine and Sarah are going through right now. They've been in their little bubbles and now just getting to go to a conference full of people who are really interested in DEI and trying to push the conversation forward about how to make sport more accessible to other people. And number three, The Barb. I think, I think that was the name, Catherine, The Barb. The uh, drag star who was there, so awesome. I am all about drag. So one of one of my favorite uh, shows, and I admit this fully because it's a little, it's a little cheesy. Like, let's be honest, people, you're not supposed to admit to liking slightly cheesy TV shows, uh, reality TV shows. But I really enjoy RuPaul's Drag Race, and I don't know. Like, I think. For me, it dates back to when, how how old was I? Jeez, this was a bajillion years ago. So as I was, I don't even know. Uh, my sister was out in San Francisco. She lived out there for a while. And she took me to uh, this restaurant where the waiters and waitresses, the the... I guess I should say the wait staff was all uh, in drag and they had a performance and, you know, coming from my little Bodunk, uh, upstate New York town, like that just was mind blowing to me. And I, I so loved the energy and everything. So that sounds like if this group brought in a drag star to, kind of celebrate the moment like i think that sounds like a pretty awesome conference 
hopefully that got a lot of work done. Because let's be honest, it sounds like there was a lot of, I guess networking technically constitutes work. But it sounds like there was some um, socializing, shall we say, and a little bit of fun along the way. But this is a work trip, so I'm, Sarah, I'm sure Sarah and Catherine were extremely professional. Uh, I have yet to see this wild side of Sarah, but I look forward to seeing it someday. Let's see, what else? Um, all right, the last thing I want to say is if anybody got dropped, because Catherine mentioned in the voicemail that we should call it if I got dropped. Let's be honest. I'm the one who got dropped here. And it's okay. I am just in my house, not doing jello shots with people, not rubbing elbows with CEOs of Arizona Cardinals. And it's okay. Because I like my little home bubble. But it does sound like a lot of fun to be around human beings again. Which brings us to... Oh! How's that for a segue? Heck yeah. All right. So one of the things that Catherine mentioned in the voicemail is that she is an introvert. So for her, you know, this event was really, you know, it broke her out of, of that mode and she was networking and sounds like she had a blast. I believe at one time Sarah mentioned that she also sees herself as an introvert and I, I am very much an introvert as well. So it may not seem as though I am because I have the ability to talk to a whole bunch of people on a podcast without a co-host. And so far, I think it's going okay. I don't know. We're going to find out. Don't be nice, though, if you send some voicemails, you know, just attacking my ability to perform a one-sided podcast. But I, I really think this is interesting because... Quite a few uh, athletes, especially endurance athletes, I think we're really drawn to endurance sport in part because we are introverts. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there is a disproportionate number of us really just enjoy our alone time, enjoy just being outside on our own for hours on end, thinking our thoughts and that's what recharges us. Uh, not to say that there aren't extroverts in a sport like triathlon. You know, th those those are the people who I think they need training partners. They need to have constant stimulus. Uh, but a lot of us who are more on the introverted side of things, we do love. I mean, I, I, I enjoy being around other people. But even in like a, a group training squad, for example... Uh, back back when I, I did quit a bit of that, I I like to have certain sessions where I was with other people, but I needed to do some runs on my own, some bike rides on my own to recharge my batteries because I really, I enjoy being alone. Like that's, that's what does it for me. Um, you know, thankfully I'm married to an introvert, uh, serious introvert who also understands my need to just kind of break away and recharge quite a bit. I don't know. I, I would be interested to see the data, whether 
endurance sports attracts more introverts. Now, this this is a topic that's been probably on my mind a little bit more recently because I read a book that was released, I don't know, probably 10 years ago or so, uh, but I just got around to it. And it's called Quiet, uh, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking. I believe that's the the full title. Uh, and it's it's by this writer, Susan Cain. It's not a perfect book, I'll, I'll be honest. Uh, but it was really interesting. So it, I found it imperfect in that there, she made some generalizations that, I don't know, weren't great. I'll let you read it if you're interested. Uh, but it was a really eye-opening book for me in the sense that one of the things she talks about is what's the extrovert ideal. And especially in American culture, we very much gravitate towards this, this extroverted ideal where, you know, the, the more characteristics that you have that reflect extroversion. So, you know, in, in class, for example, we grow up, our classroom settings are not ideal for somebody who's an introvert. Uh, we do a lot of group discussion and presentations and it's very much about who's going to put their hand up first and undervalues the student who is a bit more quiet and reflective and uh you know we really need to shift the paradigm a bit uh to be able to be more accommodating to the people who don't want to put their hands up who you know don't don't fill that American ideal of, of being super extroverted because there's a lot of value that we get from all personality types. You know, obviously we need, we need a little bit of everything and most of us. So it's, it is important to, to acknowledge that there is a spectrum, you know, and, and the actual definition of introversion, expert extroversion, it really depends what field of psychology you're coming from. But uh, in this book, she she defines it that you know really it's a preference for a more minimally stimulating environment, and you know that is me. Like I I enjoy minimally stimulating environments, and then occasionally pop out to the you know to a bit of chaos, uh you know like a conference or something. It would be super fun for me for like an hour or two, but then I need to retreat to my little bubble and recharge my batteries and go back out again. But, you know, they're also, they're also ambiverts. So they're, they're people who are right smack dab in the middle, but this is really a spectrum of personality type. And, you know, just rethinking about in American culture, why we put so much value on the person who is willing to get out there make a lot of noise and sometimes we need to listen to the people who aren't the first to raise their hand uh because they probably have just as much to say if not you know something more valuable but i'm also biased because i know my personality type and i get very annoyed in class by the people who just want to talk 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 and i'm like just listen a little bit please anyway so what's next on the podcast after my little monologue on introversion? Uh, oh, 
we're going to take a break. And then we're going to finish up with Sarah's super exciting news. And I think that's about it. And our regular listeners will know that If We Were Riding and All Things Feisty is proudly partnered with Orca Sportswear. For 15% off all items on orca.com, please use the code LIVEFEISTY15. And that includes the wetsuits. So good deals all around. If We Were Riding is a feisty podcast. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at If We Were Riding. And we love hearing from our feisty friends. So please send us a voicemail at sarah at livefeisty.com. That's Sarah without an H. Right. So just grab your phone, record an audio file and email it to me and we will love it and love you forever. All right. We're, we're back from our break there. Before I forget, if Catherine and Sarah are listening to this, First of all, I miss you. Second of all, I completely forgot to give my recommendations for places to go in Flagstaff. And off the top of my head, I have three restaurants. So by places, we mean eating establishments because, of course, they're going to the Grand Canyon. They're doing work and goodness knows what else. But my top three favorite restaurants in Flagstaff off the top of my head. Number one, Pizza Cletta. So it's super small, wood-fired pizza place. Absolutely delicious. Pared down menu. Amazing. Uh, Number two, Tourist Home. So it's like an all-day cafe kind of thing. Really good for different, uh, you know, food, dietary preferences. Fresh, yummy, big fan. Number three, uh, oh, I think it's called Mart Ann's. And it's a pretty funky little Mexican-American food joint. Very yummy. I approve. So that's my top three off the top of my head. If uh, Sarah and Catherine are listening to this and if we have any Flagstaff people, you know, be sure to send them messages because they need to refuel for all of their adventures out in the Southwest. All right. So my little teaser that I have exciting news. And I also acknowledge that it's really not that exciting, but I'm happy about it. Okay, couple months ago, let's rewind. Couple months ago, I had foot surgery and was thinking, oh man, I could really use my lip to go back because we lent it to a professional runner uh, who was based in Boston at the time. And she's like, oh yeah, totally. I, I can I can absolutely get it back to you. No big deal. This is two months ago. I've been ghosted. Ghosted message after message after that initial, oh yeah, yeah, totally. We're going to return it to you. Uh, mind you, she borrowed it for years. But that's a separate point. No, it's not. It's totally, it's totally part of the point. Part of my point is... If you borrow something for a few years, it just seems like basic decency, decency, I tell you, to return it. So I've just been kind of upset about it and very annoyed. 
as you can tell, I have strong feelings about this because I really could have used it during during my recovery. And now as I get bigger and bigger and, you know, Baby Savage True is expanding, I could use it. And I think I'm going to need it postpartum too. So I'm like, it's, you know, we're looking at crunch time here. I had 33 weeks. Running's getting pretty uncomfortable. Anyway, I digress. So, uh, Ben's training partner, this guy named Dan, he was out in Utah for, uh, like a, basically like a sponsor trip and flew into Boston and tracked down this elliptigo and brought it back to us. And it just made me so happy that I had to, I made him like this blueberry crumb cake, but it's just that's just a fraction of my gratitude because he didn't have to do that. That was pretty awesome. I didn't say anything. He just went out of his way to track this thing down. Now, part of me just wants to let it go, but then there's the petty part of me. is like, what the heck, man? So she took no responsibility for borrowing this thing. (sighs) I just need to let it go. I'm still annoyed though, because I don't know, like she's had some really good results in the past couple of years. And part of me is like, are you just too, are you just too good now? Are you too big for your britches? And that's why you won't respond to little old me up in New Hampshire about this thing that we lent you years ago. I don't know. I, I like to get upset about things every once in a while that have no consequence and this is my current thing. I'll break, I'll blame the pregnancy hormones. Sure. I'm sure, I'm sure that's it. All right. So thanks for listening to another week of Ear Riding. I'm sure I could come up with a better way to finish the podcast, but I think that's, that's about it. That's as much as you're getting from me today because without Sarah, I'm all by myself. <sighs> Hopefully next week she'll be a back and full of stories. In the meantime, have a fantastic week. And whether you're an extrovert or introvert, keep on riding. Send us voicemails. And, you know, just have a terrific week in general. Bye. None of you people can tell me to stop. My town, my crown. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We're reaching the top. We know what it takes to be reaching the top.